everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Trash for Brains, a podcast where we needlessly nitpick movies. Some need it, some don't. I'm your host, Phil, and along with me is my co-host, Stefania Walla Walla Ding Dong. That is not very nice, sir. <laughs> and any movie we pick so far needs nitpicking. Well, no, we did Halloween. It doesn't necessarily need it. But it was worth it. That's true. Does this movie need a... Yes, it's yeah. an 80s action flick. So it needs nitpicking because there's so many problems with it. I agree. This movie is full of uh, inconsistencies and goofy-ass Regularities. <laughs> you name it, it's an 80s action flick. They got it all in there. They, they weren't going, Arnold in it, of course. But they weren't going for realism, obviously. <laughs> Maybe the story, but the execution? No. Not in the realm of realism at all. No, not even a little bit. The movie we are referring to is Commando. With Arnold Schwarzenegger, 1985. Mind, 1985, it was directed by, who the hell, uh, Mark L. Lester, known for movies such as Poseidon Rex, <laughs> Jurassic Attack, and who could ever forget Dragon Wasp. <laughs> so obviously these sound like a bunch of movies that end up on your local sci-fi channel. Holy shit. Or direct the DVD. How did he land Commando? Um, he did direct Firestarter, which might have gotten him some, some heat. No pun intended. <laughs> no, it was intended. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is, if, if that's like his only big movie at the time, they must have been like, we need this guy for Commando. And then he moved on to your direct to VHS films. It's cocaine, baby. <laughs> he brought a few fucking things of cocaine to the goddamn <laughs> interview process and they were like we love this director no that's the only fucking decent movie he did before that okay so this guy lucked out and at the time yeah he knew someone had to it's hollywood there's a bunch of backdoor shit we don't know about did a movie called night of the running man come on son i thought running man was at night (laughs) (laughs) and it was a game show it wasn't just like that night they should have had sequels night of the running man five yeah this director might make a comeback on this podcast to be honest with you oh he might people will start researching his movies (laughs) but before you get into that let it be known i've only seen firestarter and commando off these list of movies so far so it's not that i know who this director is at all yeah i think those are the only two i've seen so these might end up being some of these be watch movies that we have to watch just to see. Yep. Not saying they're going to end up on the podcast. But well, if you guys recommend it, we're going to have to do it if enough people want to see it. Yes. Yes. These movies that we've done so far, minus Halloween, I haven't seen these other movies in years. You know, it's not like, oh, I got nothing to do. I'm eating dinner. Oh, shit. Let me go watch some Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, I didn't remember anything about that movie. No, me like, either. And so it's fun to go back and watch these films. I think I've seen the second one more often. The Garbage Day one. Yeah. Garbage Day. <laughs> hey, there's a Garbage Day segue. There's a Garbage Day moment. Right at the beginning of this. The first scene of this movie. <laughs> it goes right into Garbage Day, which... And can I say this is a nice change up, this, this couple waking up in bed. This is a nice change up from Deadly Prey. Two people who actually have chemistry together. Yeah, but how did they know it was a garbage truck coming? I have no idea. And why did nobody else run out in the neighborhood? Because the script said so, Steve. I guess so. That's how they knew. But let's take this, like, with a little pinch of reality. How did these, like, nobody else was running out with their garbage. 
And this guy, he ran because he had to come down a big hill. Like he must have lived in like Beverly Hills. Yeah, he looked nice like house. he had a pretty nice house. And he was just dragging garbage cans. Obviously, it was 1985. They didn't have garbage cans with wheels yet. So you just had to <laughs> drag them on down. And then for him, you would think he's out there. And what what did he exactly say? I can't remember. He's what like, he oh, said. I thought you got. I was gonna miss you guys or something. And they pull out guns, and he just stands there. <laughs> and he's like, what? And they're like, no, we're not. Dude eats like 15 bullets to the chest. And the one guy had his, I, what was it like a Mac 10 or whatever? I don't know what gun it was, but he was holding it sideways. He's supposed to be. I think we, they both were, weren't they? No, the one was holding it the right way. One was holding it sideways. But the thing is, we find out later the guy was supposed to be a Green Beret. Yeah. Why is he holding the gun sideways? I, I don't think that's in your training at all. What's his name? Cook. Cook. Oh, Who's obviously in a lot of 80s movies. He ended yeah, up he being in Predator. Bunch. Yeah, he was in Predator. Um, What's his name? Bill Duke. Yeah, he. he I didn't know his name, but I know he's been in a lot of movies. He's easily recognizable. And he normally plays like the villains. And but they kill that guy. And obviously we have no clue what's going on. We just started this. No. Fun yeah. voyage. No idea why this dude just got killed. <laughs> yeah, like, don't brought, care either. You brought your garbage out on Tuesday. You're supposed to be bringing it out on Thursday. And then you just cut right to the next scene. Yeah, at a car dealership. Yeah. And and honestly, that guy was doing a good job trying to sell the car. I didn't even like I didn't even put together that the dude that got ran over was a part of Arnold's team. I just thought he killed a random <laughs> salesman. I mean, if he really wanted that Cadillac, he did a bad job when he ran the dude over because he wrecked it going right out against the vehicle. And what a ridiculous way to kill someone. Like, I mean, he could have just waited until he was going to his car and shot him. I don't think that guy should have died because he just kind of he hit him and the car had to be not going 20 miles an hour. <laughs> And he busted through the the glass, and then he's dead. He didn't have to die anyways. Why did he? He stood right in front of the car. This is a bad plan. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but for him, he could have got out the way, been yeah, like, he okay, just you know, just taken- let the guy steal the car. And then what is he going to do? Just sit in the car and be yeah. like, okay, can you get back in front, please? <laughs> two, yeah, two steps to the right, and he would have been perfectly <laughs> fine. Can, sir, get back in front of the car. No, you're driving <laughs> it right now. Cook just sits there looking at him. Like, <laughs> and then he just pulls back in the parking spot and he was like, oh, I was just joking. He just gets out and walks away. <laughs> Move the car yourself. <laughs> but so like them two guys die and we don't find out till, you know, obviously later that they were part of this special forces team, which obviously the first guy, we don't know what his job was, but the second guy, how do you go for special forces to be in a car dealer? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he wasn't that that important to the team, you know? He was, you know... He Maybe was, he was just, like, the mule. Just yeah, carrying the people's guy that shit. Yeah. brought the gear or something, you know? Yeah, your job's really not that good. But then, you know, we move to our first shot of Arnold. No. A- after that killing, it goes straight to, like, no. Arnold. Doesn't it go to the, uh, the boat? Oh, yeah, Bennett! Yeah. Yeah. With the RC car detonator. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest detonator known to man. Dude's holding fucking short circuits, fucking head. <laughs> like, 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 but obviously now thinking about it, them two guys, like the one guy, I guess he'd be like Hispanic descent or something, maybe. Like, he has a run in with Bennett later. Like, so they obviously know each other, but I don't know if Cook was like in on this whole mix of like that they weren't. Bennett is the uh, bad guy. But when they blew up the boat, obviously it was just for visual effect because Bennett didn't jump off the boat. And was Bennett actually like a fisherman? It never said what his job was. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
I mean, is that why he's wearing a mesh shirt later on, paying but, homage to his previous job? Yeah, his Lieutenant Dan. I don't know where the leather pants come from, but eighties glam rock. Yeah, you know the hair metal scene. He had to look hip. He literally looked like Freddie Mercury. He looked ridiculous. He had his the mustache. Dog tags were on a, a freaking chain around his neck, like a yeah. That's not military regulation at all. <laughs> it was ridiculous. You, you don't get to put dog tags on an actual chain. But so Bennett, you think is, or who you don't even know his name. He's dead. So you're like, okay, he's got a play in this because now we got three dead people, and then it cuts to Arnold. Yeah, who's walking down a mountain with a fucking tree and a chainsaw? Why is he doing this? For firewood, I guess. Yeah, oh, like and to show that he's strong. A lot. When it would have been a lot better if he slid down the hill with that fucking tree. That would have been fucking awesome if he mounted the fucking tree and just slid down the hill. There's nothing better than seeing Arnold walk with a chainsaw and a styrofoam Jenny, tree. I'm coming home. Because if that was a real tree, he wouldn't have been walking down the hill <laughs> with that son of a bitch. Like, and that thing was huge. It's fucking giant. Yeah, it was styrofoam. <laughs> it was a fucking prop. <laughs> no, Steve, I was there. That was a real tree. That wasn't even in the script, Steve. It was an oak tree. He just did it himself. That's crazy. You know, he's a lumberjack. Yeah. He stopped being special forces to be a lumberjack. That's right. And hide in the woods, which I don't know how he's making money unless it's retirement money. Yeah, I think the government's just paying his way, man, to be honest with you. But you get three deaths within the first five minutes, and then you get the family scene with the music to go with it and everything. Well, yeah, like right before the montage, so he's cutting wood. Jenny's trying to sneak up behind him he sees her in the in the axe yeah the reflection of the axe. The reflection of the axe and then he like picks her up and is just like shaking the shit out of her what the fuck is that man? but he's happy about it yeah, yeah! <laughs> and she's all cool with it like yay like this is a normal thing in the matrix household it's so weird and then he just chases her off like you know yeah. what i'm tired of cutting this firewood fuck it let's move on <laughs> Oh, and yeah, then, and then you go to the montage. Which, this montage has to take place over the morning. So, yeah, it has to only be like a couple hours, yeah. And in the Matrix household, in a couple hours, you get to start with the cutting of firewood, but then you move to activities such as martial arts, yep. eating ice cream in the town that's nearby somewhere, uh, swimming in a pool. I got a problem with that ice cream scene, Steve. Yes. They have the same flavor ice cream. Why are they tasting each other's ice cream? What is the point of this? It's very weird. Because I was a child like of the oversight. 80s. And when me and my family got ice cream, you didn't taste each other's damn ice cream. Guess what? You ordered yours, eat yours. It would make sense if they had different flavor ice cream. That would make sense. So it looked like they both had like vanilla. Yeah, they both just had vanilla ice cream. Like, maybe your vanilla tastes a little better than mine. Let me try it. Then you cut to them feeding a deer for Yeah, like, way too long. And fishing. They also went fishing. And fishing, yeah. So, in the Matrix household, obviously, I'm going to guess this is the summertime because she's not in school like a normal child. But you get all these fun activities, and that's just the morning. <laughs> we never get to see. We should get a Commando 2 where it's the afternoon activities. How much can you pile <laughs> into six He's hours? He's such a good dad, Steve. He is. He'll do anything for Jenny. He'll murder anybody around the country. He will murder an entire <laughs> island of men. <laughs> but. He doesn't give a shit. He's going to do some cool shit for his kid. And, like, she makes him. And also, during this time frame, she did arts and crafts because she made the I Love You Dad on the fridge. Yeah. and Because before they sat down for their sandwich for lunch, that obviously he makes her make. Oh, I still want to know what's in that fucking sandwich, man. Yeah, they never explain it. He's like, what's in this? She's like, you don't want to know. Like fucking sauerkraut or It would have been great. Like, obviously, he's a military father. Ex-military, 
whatever. I've known a lot of military dads, and normally they're like, for the most part, like, Arr. like if they're yeah. special forces, they're gonna be like all Assholes. on it. <laughs> like, I asked you what the fuck's in that sandwich, <laughs> Jenny. I asked you what's in the sandwich. Tell me now. Do ten push-ups, you know, like. But you know, while he's eating it, he takes one bite, and then all of a sudden looks out the window, and his helicopter's coming. Okay. How did he know from that far away what kind of fucking helicopter it was? And how did he hear it? And then, number two... He smelled why it did, from downwind. Why did it fly so far close to this fucking house? I don't know. It was coming up on that window fucking hard. And like... For the visual effects of it, I guess. And then he had like a little mini helicopter landing pad in his yard. <laughs> yeah, the perfect spot. Yeah. Like, just for this helicopter. Because he knew this day was coming. Obviously, General Kirby shows up a lot at his house. And obviously, no- Kirby's soldiers don't give a shit about him. They didn't say anything when he was sneaking up on Kirby. Yeah. But you bring, I guess these two guys are supposed to be special forces too, which they look like National Guard. And the thing, they get out the helicopter and his two dudes set a perimeter. What kind of perimeter are they going to set up? You know, <laughs> two guys like. Just the one guy. So guess what? You get front door, I get back. And then Kirby's yeah. just like, John, are you in there? John. Okay, it's a house, Kirby. Why don't you go knock go on knock, the fucking door? Yeah, go knock on the door. And then, how if you trained John Matrix, how are you going to let him sneak up on you? You're supposed to be at the top of your game. He just sneaks up, takes your gun like, hey, is that how you interact with people? I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it. Like, John. We, there's no way Kirby trained Matrix. He says that, though. That's, that's not possible. He's like, you're sneaky. And he's like, you, you trained me. You know, like, <laughs> what? It's like, okay, dude, rock no on. Did, no one needed that exposition. Like, no. no we we get the idea that he was your commanding officer. Yeah, who gives a shit? I mean, this, this ain't Rambo where you're not Colonel Troutman. You're a two-star general. I think he was a two-star. And it's like, you're not Colonel Troutman. You know, Colonel Troutman, you know, he was all about, I trained him. I did this. Kirby's like, yeah, I did it. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I did it. What of it, motherfucker? You're the best of us, blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, these guys have been killed, John, blah, blah. I thought you gave them new identities. I didn't know you, you went into witness protection when you got out of Special Forces. Which means, like, which makes everything that happened kind of pointless. Like, if they all had new identities and shit, why couldn't they just find Matrix? They found the other guys. Yeah. How did they get to his house so fucking fast? And, and the guy that jumps out of the bush that kills the first guy, Special Forces, whoever he was, was literally the same bush that Matrix was hiding in. Yes. Like, that same area. So... Yeah, he was already there. Yeah. He he had been there for a minute. <laughs> you know, it's not like, oh, I'm fast enough to see this helicopter. I know where it's exactly going, so I'm going to chase it on foot. What? Yeah, none of it makes sense. Like, they would know... They would already know where... Like, they would already know where Matrix was. Like, there's no way... You can't just follow a helicopter. Like, what are you following it in? An invisible yeah. plane. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> hanging out with fucking the wonder twins or some shit like what the fuck <laughs> some shit just dropping you off you know they killed the one guard then matrix jenny and the other guy get in the house and that part about i smelled them like come on why do you smell that fucker in the bush 10 minutes oh, ago yeah, the guy's like what am i supposed to do smell them or what does he say like something like smell, smell them downwind down or something or some shit i did i did but you didn't smell them like five fucking okay, minutes ago fucking john but they've been there for a while like the dead guy what the fuck man was he hiding in the bush, smelling like nature, and all of a sudden he splashed some Old Spice on him? And then <laughs> yeah. he's like, there's Old Spice in that bush. Because the way he like looked at the bush before the dude started shooting, like, I know somebody's in that bush. He tooted, we just didn't hear it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you, and then... What's that? <laughs> Jenny, get upstairs. Jenny, go upstairs. And he's got to go to the shed to get this arsenal he's got. Good God, sir. 
Okay, first off, you have an, a, a secret arsenal of guns, but you couldn't build Jenny a fucking safe room? What yeah. the fuck, man? Like, take her with you and put her in the safe. Right, just put her in there. And then once he gets the gun, when he's running back into the house, okay, what's with that shot, man? Like, Oh, when he goes on the roof? You're running on the roof that Jenny's got a door to sneak out of her fucking house. I know. Which, okay, well, if she ever got to teenage mm-hmm. years, you know, you're like, okay, I wonder why I put this door there. It's a door to nowhere, basically. To run off the roof. Yeah. And when he opens it, there's bushes beside him. And he's on ground level. He teleported, dude. And then when he leaves it, he's back yeah. on that roof. But then that the guy that jumped out of the bush and was shooting people is just sitting in the room. Why did he take the I love you, dad sticker from the fridge? I think he's just trying to be dramatic, man. But it doesn't really work out for him. No, it didn't work out at all. He doesn't think John Matrix is the psychopath that he really is. Yeah. <laughs> John Matrix is a loose fucking cannon. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit PTSD about PTSD has gotten this man. He cares about nothing, man. But Jenny. That's it. He don't give a shit about nothing else. Fuck anybody else's well-being. It's all about Jenny. Because that guy tries to talk reason. You know? And obviously John sees the cars going downhill. Where them cars came from, I don't know. You never heard them at all. But they got there fucking oh, yeah, pretty for quick. Sure, yeah. And then <laughs> what do you say? And we, Cook is there, but has no part in this, like the uh He's he's just a driver. Yeah. Why? No, he's not even driving, is he? I thought he was driving and the blonde guy was he like passing. You might be right. But so in the t- okay, so he shoots this dude, which is great because we can't be talking civilized with you waving guns around or whatever. He's like <laughs> blah blah. Like, wrong. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> just shoots him. No real blood splatter on the wall in Jenny's fucking room no. at all. But he runs downstairs, and in this time frame from the action starts for him to run to the shed, get a gun, come back, have this little talk with this man. They rip this dude's engine out. Oh, yeah. They act like they cut brake lines, but he never cranks the truck, and there's a shitload of cables <laughs> just like there. <laughs> just loose cables, yeah. And dude, I fucking love this scene, dude. Yeah, because when he just pushes the car to the edge, and then it just, starts riding it down the fucking hill. It just shows how unhinged he really is, man. He's not like, ah, fuck. Now I got to figure this out. He's like, no, fuck it. And he just pushes the fucking truck <laughs> down the hill. He doesn't give a shit. Like, what are you thinking? But I see his point because it's a quick way to get there. My problem with this whole Still, thing. Still, no normal is, person would fucking do that. He's special forces. He's got a plan. But, like, my problem was, you know, obviously this is a windy road hill. When he passes them the first time with no fucking brakes, why don't they just stop the fucking convoy and just let him keep trucking down the hill if they knew he didn't have brakes? Yeah, they could have. But they kept driving, and he's like, oh, shit, he's going to hit us. You got brakes. Obviously, in this movie, <laughs> yeah. people don't yeah. register brakes. You have brakes. How about <laughs> you stop the fucking car? And just let him fly down the fucking hill. I don't know why you're in such a rush. He has like He's just in a car that can't start, has no brakes. It's just flying down a fucking hill. Like You could just sit there and be like, okay. Or when he wrecked it, they could have kept fucking driving. Well, they needed him. True. But why didn't they just get him at the house? Should have. You know, you, you do this thing with Jenny. Which makes no... Exactly. Like, they're all leaving. They need John. The whole point of taking Jenny... Was to get his attention they to do the task. John. But they they got bad execution on this play. Yeah. Like, did they know that he was going to take this car and just fly down a fucking like mountain? Cook should know better. <laughs> yes. Anybody. Bennett should know better. Because that's when you realize he's the fucking villain. You know, like I said, Freddie Mercury with the mesh shirt and the leather pants. <laughs> like, you didn't know before he did Live Aid, 
He was kidnapping kids and running backwater third world country mission. Oh my god. <laughs> Bennett, I can't I, I don't even know how to like I would assume most people listening to this have seen the movie, so you know how fucking ridiculous ridiculous he looks. Who dressed this man? He had to pick it. Like th- this wardrobe, this outfit's gonna be badass. Yeah, he refused to do the movie without this shit. <laughs> he looks terrible. He looks I need like I need a knife holster on my boot on the outside, so you see it. I need these leather ass pants, whatever the black shirt is under the mesh, yeah. and I need this mustache. Weird holster behind him. Like, I don't know, it's just weird placement of everything on his body. He's a weird fucking character. But, you know, he shoots Arnold with the tranquilizer. Like, you know, Arnold goes out quick, man. Oh, yeah, he was out. <laughs> right when the dart hits him. That's like that motherfucker was anesthesia, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> done. And then he wakes up and realizes. And what's weird is when he wakes up, they're all, like, standing over him. Like. How long have they been there? <laughs> they did, just waiting. Did they circle jerk on this dude? <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> It's like a bad fucking like eighties porn where dudes are all just standing over the chick like what's up you know and Arnold just wakes up like oh, why why I'm all gooey like no ah uh, I got gum in my eyes <laughs> it's not a what is this gooey substance <laughs> I got glaucoma <laughs> but then they tell their plan of we need you to go was it kill some president Dude, I I can't even remember the country this name is the goofiest shit yeah I don't know the country but yeah the ex president. Needs Arnold to go kill the current president because he's a hero so in this he country. Then can become president again. That's a weird election process. And the reason they need Matrix because he's friends with this because president. Because he's friends with them. It's like, what does that matter? And they made him. If you I, just need him dead, but they made him a hero in the country so he can get close to this president. Which okay, I'm, just fucking ha- like, dude, Bennett's special forces, right? Well, he even says that he knows how to use a goddamn rifle. He's like, get Bennett to do it. He gets off on that stuff. Like, what? Like, if all you need is the current president to be dead, you don't need Matrix to go there. Just because he's friends with him. Yeah. Like, and I've never known a special operations to overthrow a dictator, and the new president makes this special forces member a hero of this country. Well, you just blasted out who the fuck he is. Like, what the fuck, man? And obviously. He never. No had, wonder how he got found. He the never fuck? had witness protection because everybody still calls him Colonel Matrix. Yeah, he's still Matrix. So it's like you never got a name change because he was like, "Man, fuck it, they come for me, let's do it." That's irresponsible. You have a fucking ten year old daughter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> rename fuck, everybody man? in my squad <laughs> or my unit. But nah, man, I'm John Matrix. I'm keeping this fucking name. This name <laughs> means something to me. Okay, man, you can keep it. But the rest of your guys that are getting <laughs> murdered. His name is too cool to change. Yeah, like, like, what are you trying to give me? Be like, Kirby's to- like, Kirby's like, what do you want your new name to be? He's like, no, fuck that. Have you heard my name? Say my name. You're gonna, you're gonna be John Walt. Matrix. Exactly. <laughs> like, you, you can't change Matrix. I mean, it's it's a staple. You know, <laughs> like whatever. So <laughs> Jenny's like, no, please change change the name, please God. No, fuck that. Like, you're keeping Matrix. I gave... Yeah. You, came, you came from my loin. You have to take this name. You're like, what? <laughs> when you get married, you keep the name Matrix. And obviously, you know, mom ain't got to play in this because it's never explained where mom is. Did Yeah, man. I, I would have to assume it's a tragic story of either A... She died. She died of... Well, no, she's dead regardless. This mom isn't just out in the world. She could be. She could have just been like, fuck it. I don't want to be with his family. 
She went out for cigarettes yeah, she and went. never came back. <laughs> Daddy, where's mommy? She died of cancer. <laughs> it <laughs> was a tumor. When she, went actually, out for, when she went out for no cigarettes. It was actually a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Like, way to break it to me, Dad. Now let's go get ice cream. Yeah. That was part of the montage we didn't see when he let's explained to her with some mom beer. did. So they send him on his way and say, you know, we're taking you to the airport and all this dumb shit to go fly to this country, which I don't, I thought he said Barbados at first, but it's not Barbados. It was like, it's a fake country. That's I have what, no idea. That's what the fuck yeah. it is. But anyway, so they, they go to the airport, you know, and obviously he's with Sully. Yeah. And, and uh, Henrique. R- yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's his name. And they're ex-military buddies, which... I didn't know Sully passed the height requirement for the military. I don't think, I don't think they're, they're buddies. I just think... He Sully's, said they knew each other in the military. Well, Sully just said that they were in the military. They didn't say they knew each other. Oh, okay. I thought they said they knew each other. So, anyway, they go to do shit, and that's when, you know, Sully's like, you know, you, you got time, blah, 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 and it gives off more time with your daughter. Like, what in the hell are y'all going to do to this kid? What is up with the fucking 80s rape fantasy, man? Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, little kids, I mean, I guess Corey Feldman tried to say it best with the Hollywood pedophile scene, and obviously these movies were trying to tell us, and we were just like, whatever, you know, this, this is an action movie, you know? Subliminal messages, yeah. Maybe that's what made Alyssa Milano all fucking freak show nowadays. You know? These scripts fucked her up. Maybe she was touched. I'm sure this movie did fuck her up in she some way. She was touched by an angel, but it, wasn't an angel. it was some guy named Angel. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking line wasn't in the fucking script, man. Sully, just fucking whoever that guy is, he just put it in there. The director. Sully ad-libbed it. He was like, hey. The director was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the just fuck go with shit? it. This is my second big movie, okay? I should have put this in Firestarter. Maybe that's why Drew Barrymore is burning shit down. <laughs> so, Oh, my God. That makes me scared for Drew Barrymore and Alyssa Milano. Oh, God. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, this is horrible. So, <laughs> I can't help but laugh at that. So they get on the airplane and he realizes, you know, it's an 11 an hour flight. And then they got first class tickets. They were sitting real goddamn close to each other for first class. That looked like, like, that looked yeah, like, looked like business class. class or some shit. Yeah, like yeah. back of the plane, bitch. So he's sitting there and he gets the, the pillow and the blanket and all that shit. And, you know, Henrique just chilling, minding his own business. He does say something. This is not very professional of Rike. Yeah, he says, you open your mouth again, I'll nail it shut. Well, not only that, like, what professional would sit in the window seat? Who gives their mark the aisle seat? Exactly. What the fuck? Obviously, he really liked looking out the window. That's the only explanation I have. This is the 80s. Arnold, like, could have just made a fucking scene in the fucking plane right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Like... Well, no, he couldn't have because Sully was watching a plane take off, so he had to, like, play the fucking, I'm going on this fucking trip, you know, whatever. But my problem is when he fucking elbows Enrique, breaks his neck, nobody in this plane fucking notices? Yeah, no one give a shit. Those rich people in first class, man, they don't fucking care. And I'm under the assumption that when you die, your bowels get released. <laughs> so nobody smelled this shit smell for 11 fucking hours and piped up like, yo, what smells like shit in this plane? Maybe they're just racist. Yeah, maybe they're just like all <laughs> drunk or like yeah. whatever. They're like, fuck, this dude's sleeping. Because 
You know, he told this lady, don't disturb him. He's dead tired. <laughs> no, he's fucking dead. And then on top of that. <laughs> I love the one-liners in this movie. For 11 hours, there was no turbulence was so on this plane good. to knock his hat off his fucking head. No, nah, man. Until they landed. And then he was like white face with blood coming out of his nose. Like, what? It took 11 hours for all this shit? <laughs> and still, I don't think nobody noticed because it just had that scene, which they didn't even need to show that scene. We knew he was dead. His oh, like, off. yeah. It's not like nobody him, screamed or nothing like that. Him getting taken out of the fucking plane and shit. Exactly. And then when, you know, they're doing the takeoff or whatever, Arnold's like, shit, I got to get off this plane. Goes to the bathroom and he's, I'm gassy. That's his excuse. I'm gassy. They'd have been like, if you don't sit your ass the no, fuck back no. down. He doesn't say, I'm gassy. He says, I'm airsick. I don't know what version you watched. The version I watched, he said gassy. Oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah, in the version I watched, he says, I'm airsick. I, I swear he says I'm gassy on the version I watched. And like I said, it don't matter what your fucking reason is. They'd have been like, sit the fuck back down and buckled in. I don't know, man. Arnold's a big dude. Air staff are assholes. And this is pre 9-11, so. Exactly. But still, there's rules in effect. You, The, the only people that can be walking around there and take off are the fucking stewardesses. And they don't even do it. Once the plane is like, let's take off. They wait till they're at cruising altitude. But he goes in the bathroom. But no, he doesn't go in the bathroom. He goes in. To like an elevator, right? Like I thought a, he went to the bathroom and then he like ninja out of it and then goes to the storage area. Did we watch two different fucking movies? We might have. I don't know. Maybe he didn't go I to the bathroom. I watched the one on Plex. Okay, I did too. Maybe I'm just hearing shit and seeing shit different. I don't know. <laughs> um, Yeah, and the one I watched, like he just goes right into like the little elevator thing. Well, yeah, and then he goes through dog barks. Yeah. And then he walks through and it's like, do not open during takeoff. So he just rips that bitch down. Yeah, no well, alarm goes off. As if it was fucking Play-Doh. His fingers just go right through the goddamn thing. What is this material? Some fucking cheap plastic. <laughs> Why is it in a plane? And I mean, I get your special forces. You know how to do shit. But where did you know to lay out the plane to be like, I got to get on the front landing gear or any landing gear for that to jump off this motherfucker? I don't think he did. I think he's just wandering around. <laughs> like, he's just like, oh, I got to find a way out of here. And he's like, oh, shit, landing gear. And then he's just riding the landing gear. Yeah. And nobody notices. No alarms go off when he breaks this. Like, was that the shit he ripped down? Was that up for pre pressure control? <laughs> like, the, no explanation. That can't be, dude. His fingers went right. Yeah. Right. And so when they go to actually take off the ground, he jumps off. This plane has to be going 150 fucking miles an hour. Dude, easily. He jumps off, lands in this magic swamp that's at the end of this. What if it was like a concrete yeah, it's road? Like, it's like a, a tiny square of marshland that he lands into. And he literally lands on the surface. He didn't land. He didn't go underwater and then come back up. Oh, no. It's just a puddle. And he fell far as shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this dummy just falling off the airplane. Motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker straight up lands in a puddle. And it's perfectly fine. Oh, the blazer saved his fall. He had to take that off. Oh, yeah. Because that was his armor yeah, and the, it got damaged. And he was like, I can't use this no more. The 80s fucking padded blazer. Yeah. <laughs> he put all the shoulder pads on his back and landed on it. Like, what are you doing? That was a deleted scene. It was. I saw it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and then, but he's running. Through that, like, outside area of the airport, like the tarmac yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Security's lax in this place. Yeah, nobody notices. Like, no baggage handlers, nobody. Yeah. I don't know where they are. I don't even know what airport it is. I'm yeah. guessing California. California. So, he runs through there. 
jumps gates and shit, you know, and obviously he's soaking wet. Yeah. And then he's walking into regular airport. Probably smells like shit. And you no, don't fall into a fucking marsh and come out smelling like roses. And it, he's walking through this bitch and nobody makes a scene about it. Like, what Again, the fuck like, is this dude soaking wet for? If I saw fucking dude, if I I don't think I would. If I saw him, he's a big mother, especially back then. Okay. If I was up on him, I probably wouldn't say shit. But across the way, I'd be like, fuck that dude suck for, you know? Like, I'm not going to stop and ask him. Get far enough away. I'm like, yeah, but what like, the fuck's going on with this guy? Like, or if he, like, bumped into me and he was wet, I'd be like, what the fuck are you soaked for, dude? Like, bathing in the toilet or something? <laughs> you smell like snail shit. What the fuck? But I don't know how big... The, I'm guessing his airport was big, but he... It looks big, He man. came back in the exact spot where he saw Sully on the phone. Yeah. Like, oh, there you are, little man. And then Sully... The creep show that he is eavesdropping on the conversation next to him. Like, oh, you need a date? Sully is on a mission. He shouldn't be doing this shit. And the fact that he stalked her all the way to the parking deck. Fucking obviously, this was some 80s shit. Because nowadays, think, people be like, why the fuck are you following me? I think Sully's a legit rapist. And it, he calls her a whore because she don't want to go on a date. No, which, dude. If she was a whore, she'd yeah. be like, let's go get some drinks. Which, fuck you, Sully. Yeah, <laughs> like, like goddamn. She's the reasonable one, you prick. She's like, you're creeping me the fuck out. Leave me the hell alone. And he's like, you whore. And that that's where that ends. Fucking unnecessary. And now the real, like, Sully was creepy as shit. But then the way Arnold, like, came up out of nowhere and grabbed her by, like, the shoulder and was like, hey. I'm like, whoa, where did you come from? And then he's, like, get in the car. He's and she's ninja, like, man. the hell's going on? Just get in the car. And then rips her car seat out. This is nonsense. This yeah. makes no fucking sense. I mean. Why? I'm sure you're strong. Because... Well, even like even if he could rip the car seat out, a there's no reason to do that. Two, you're trying to fucking follow Sully. Why would you make that much fucking noise? But also, while they're following him to the mall, he's sitting up in the car seat, and I know he's just sitting. They're up. literally following right behind him. All he's got to do is look in the goddamn rearview mirror and be like, "What the fuck is John doing back there?" Like. <laughs> He's not trying to hide in his car whatsoever. Sully, I'm following you. And they both get front row parking this fucking mall, I know. which I don't know how they both it's got rare, so lucky. Man. It's rare. They got lucky as shit, like right beside each other. And then they just go in the mall. And what does he do? He like pep talks her to like, you need to talk to him. But Dunton explained to her why. It's just the only thing he really tells her. Is she's he like, does, are you going to kill me? No, or not. No, trust he, me. He does tell her that um, his daughter got kidnapped. That's later. That's after the, the like car chase with Sully and shit. Like, but it's in the mall though, right? No, in the mall. He doesn't like, he might mention it, but you know, it's not. He does. A, before he sends her in, he does mention it. But it's not enough for her to be like, okay. Fuck no, it wouldn't be enough for anybody. Yeah, most people would be like, like nah, you. dude, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm in a public place. Be like, yo, this fucker kidnapped me. You know, like right out the gate. If I was her, I wouldn't even fucking talk to the security. And why was the security sitting in that bar? Like, no idea. this fucking mall has a bunch of fucking security officers. They got a cops. whole fucking goddamn police station in this bar. I know. And it's funny because you have the ones with batons and that's it. And then you have the armed ones. So they got like two different forces in this place. Yeah, it looked like there was actual fucking cops and then just like normal mall fucking security or whatever the fuck and i mean she tells that one cop what's up then he radios i need some backup and then you know the black cop's like you ladies want to see me kick some ass he's <laughs> like that's a big motherfucker that's a big motherfucker I'm like yo you don't even approach him i don't even know if that dude got hit during this i know the white guy that was in the bar approached him and 
That white dude that was in the bar cop, he looked like a decent size, not Arnold size, but he was way bigger than the other guard that he called on the radio. Yeah. That, that the, the black guy, he looked small. Let's face it, no one in this movie is Arnold size. Oh, no. They did that for a reason. Because they would have had a cop Arnold size, we would have got a real fucking brawl. Not these one punch and these cops are fucking, fucking out. That would have been awesome. And But Silly fucking, you know, sees the shit going down. And he steals a quarter from Cindy. <laughs> yeah. He's been flashing money all day, but he ain't got a fucking quarter. Hell no. And somehow he... Which he should if he was a fucking professional. Like, did he reach in her purse and, like, magically find a quarter that quick and just dip? Yes. But he runs to the phone booth, obviously, to make a call because this ain't the day of cell phones just yet. And when Arnold finally gets at his phone booth, he shoots at Arnold. But then while Arnold's shaking his phone phone booth, why didn't he just shoot him in the fucking face right there? Movie's over with. So many opportunities to kill Arnold. But he lets Arnold pick this fucking whole phone booth up and, like, power slam it <laughs> like come on he could have shot arnold right then when he was shaking the shit out of it like could have emptied the fucking <laughs> clip in his ass and then guess what movie's over with now kill his daughter we move on find another way to kill this president <laughs> like they should have to begin with <laughs> yeah you know like why do you even have to involve this dude it's so unnecessary and then the only people to get killed during this whole scene is solely shoot some cops oh yeah so but- you think like yeah they got a problem with John Matrix right now, but the minute one of their buddies got shot, bullets got fired, they should have been all up on that dude's ass. But they were still all concerned about John Matrix and his creepiness fucking standing by. Well, somehow Sully gets away. After John Matrix Tarzan's through this motherfucker. That's right. Which, I don't know if that fucking balloon or whatever the fuck it was would have held his ass. He just fell right to the floor. <laughs> I love that shot because the clearly a fucking stunt double <laughs> yeah he, <laughs> dude, his stunt double looks nothing like him like, the stunt double not even fucking close in this movie like when sully gets away and then arnold finally gets out like arnold gets run over by sully's car yeah like he's powerful enough to stop this car why did he die the guy in the car sh- car dealership died from some bullshit oh, hit man. matrix can't fucking die no nah, he's fucking invincible i mean he was the leader of this team you That's know right. he 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 saved fucking death-defying tricks. He didn't teach these guys that shit. But that's, that's just for him, man. But then you get the car chase scene, which is, I feel like, one of the worst ones ever because he steals her car, which I don't know where he got the keys for. Did she just leave him in the fucking ignition? And then when he's driving around the mall, why does she not go back to said car? She ran out the front knowing he was coming out there and was like, stop this. And then he stops to pick her up. Like, why exactly he would have kept going yeah like fuck you I already stole your car bitch i don't need you no more you do not need this person with you obviously she wanted a bigger I paycheck mean, so she was like i need a bigger role find out movie. later he does but i mean like it's very convenient at the time he didn't know like why would he stop and be like all right get in your car let's let's go when then the what well, you're talking about the stunt doubles if you pay attention to the car chase scene there's stunt doubles in these cars because you know Sully's driving the porsche the guy driving looks nothing like Sully. <laughs> It's totally different. Like, wait a minute. And these stunt doubles, obviously, it's the low end of the driving school because obviously this car chasing is staying speed limit. Yeah, it really doesn't seem like they're going that fast. They're not. Um, Because Sully would dust her car. Oh, yeah. He's in a fucking Porsche. She's in a fucking, I don't even know what it is, like a Sunbeam or some shit. She didn't have money for a Porsche. She was a flight attendant that... Went to going to pilot school. That's obviously what she was doing. She didn't have the money for a fucking Porsche, at least not in the 80s. 
Honestly, I don't know what the fuck Sully's been doing to have the fucking money he does. He's wearing these weird-ass suits, alligator shoes, alligator skin shoes. He's working with the enemy, so he gets funded nicely. I guess. Obviously, he needed a Porsche while Cook was driving Cadillacs and shit. I don't know where fucking ex-presidente fucking got all his money. Why does he have a bunch of money? Yeah, that's South America in drug money. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? It's in the script. (laughs) How did he get this fucking army? What the fuck's (laughs) happening? Loyalists. (laughs) (laughs) Loyalists. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that noise. Are they revolutionaries, guerrillas, whatever? But back to the car chase. So they're driving. Sully should have dusted their ass. But then they get on like the windy mountain road where no one else is driving. Nobody at all. Like on the city streets, everybody and their brother was on that street. They were darting in and out. Not on this road. But once they took that one left turn and got on this mountain road, nobody was around. And he had to keep hitting Sully's car. Because he couldn't have just pit maneuvered the motherfucker. No, obviously that wasn't taught to him in the special forces training. No, he was just taught to shoot people. That's it. And we'll get to that shit because his shooting skills need work for special forces. But he knocks Sully's car over. And then why didn't he fucking use the left pedal, which is called the brake pedal, (laughs) and stop the car? No. Fuck that, Steve. He, he had to run right into he that fucking pole. Immediately. The one light pole on the side of this goddamn (laughs) mountain he had to hit. It's so, like, dude, the crash is so ridiculous. Neither one of them is wearing seatbelts. They fucking crash into a fucking light bulb. They would have been dead. They would have been dead as up. shit. There's only one line. Are you okay? Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, it just gets out like I'm on a mission. Yeah. And then before he ever talks to Sully, he goes to his goddamn pockets to get the room key. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he don't know what this room key is. It could just be. Where Sully's staying. That, that's my thought. Like, maybe Sully's just staying there or whatever. Oh, for sure. And when he's <laughs> fucking that stupid shit with Sully where, what does he say? He's like, you're worried about loyalty. You need to be worried about gravity. Like, <laughs> what? All right, professor. And then holds him upside down. He's like, this is my fucking weak arm. And Sully's like, I'll take you to where I'm meeting Cook. And he's like, I already know. It shows him the key. What if that's not where the fuck he was meeting Cook? Yeah, all Sully had to say was like, no, that's not where I'm meeting Cook. That, that's, that's just the motel I'm staying at, asshole. Because I got money for a Porsche, but I ain't got money to stay a Holiday Inn. I got to stay at this fucking fly-by-night Motel 6 wannabe. Remember when I told you I'd kill you last? <laughs> yeah, you promised. Remember? I, I lied. lied. <laughs> and then he just drops him. <laughs> and I wish we would have saw the body like hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. You just hear him scream. And then my problem is, Cindy, she was coherent when this happened. So she obviously was out of the car. Not paying attention at all. She had to know that he just held his motherfucker upside down, and now he's gone. And when she's like, what'd you do with Sully? I had to let him go. (laughs) Like, you just murdered this motherfucker. (laughs) For sure. And I think this is where he, like, really goes into depth about why he's doing this shit. And then all of a sudden, she's all for it. She signs up. Like... Yo, bitch, you ain't got to go to work tomorrow. Hey, man, she lives a boring life, man. Yeah, you ain't got to do shit like, guess what? Your job ain't going to be like, oh, yeah, you were out there fucking, you know, traveling to other country, killing people with this dude. No. Clearly, no one's trying to dick her up for some reason, as we learned earlier. Yeah, like, wh- why couldn't she just be like, yo, can you just drop me off and, you know, go, go handle your business? <laughs> I- I'll call the car stolen four hours from now, you know. But no, she's all like, I got to help you because it's your daughter. He just murdered this dude, <laughs> and you're all cool with it all of a sudden. You've been kidnapped, you watched him murder somebody, you have no clue who the fuck he is, and you're okay with it. And 
So they go to the motel. What was it? The Sunspot, I think it was. Something like that. And they're searching it. My thing is, what are they searching it for? Like They don't even find anything. No, because Cook shows up. Yeah. And obviously, I think he had a great plan with like, yo, go to the door, the shower's on, you know, Sully's in the shower. And then Cook's just like, let me the fuck in. Like, fuck you, whore. You know, whatever. Yeah, it didn't even matter. And then... Arnold didn't have to fucking sexually assault that woman. <laughs> Rip her fucking blouse open. Yeah, he just ripped it's her shirt rude. over. Like, like, obviously, she got done with sex and she didn't take a shower. She just put her clothes back on and yeah. let Sully take a shower. <laughs> you dirty, girl. You dirty as fuck. And Cook didn't buy none of it because he just barged his own way in that place. And Cook ain't a little dude either. Hell no. And then Arnold just turns around, punches him, and dude flies halfway across the room. Like, you figure that punch, me or you take that punch, we're knocking the fuck out. Yeah, we're not going to fly across the room. We might just go down. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've never been knocked out. I don't think you have either. But, I mean, it's Arnold we're talking about, you know. If he put enough force in it, whatever. And they yeah. have their little tussle, and then the part you like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the filmmakers were thinking with this fucking scene. So they bust through that door, and there's two people. No, 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 no. Like, the Green Beret line. Oh, that fucking you shit. You ready for this Green Beret Doesn't to kick your ass? I eat Green Berets for breakfast. Motherfucker, what are said, you? And you I'm are, hungry. Yeah. You and are. I'm hungry right now or whatever. Like, what? You are a Green Beret. And, what else could he be? And obviously. Realistically, what else could he be? He's in the Army Special Forces. Like I said, it it's either Green Beret, is he Delta Force, you know, but in order to get into Delta Force, wouldn't you probably have to be a Green Beret? I don't know. I think they're two separate entities. I'm, off the top of my head, I can't answer this question. I, I honestly think they're two separate entities. I don't know what the criteria is to get into either. Feel free. If you know, tell us. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. I mean, I'm ex-military and all, but I don't know how the Special Forces works and shit. That wasn't my realm of expertise by any means. But where do they have time to stop this fight? And then, for being both Special Forces... You figured y'all be great marksmen, but... Fucking Cook can't hit shit. Yeah, Cook can't shoot a goddamn thing. They're in a fucking motel room. It's a little room. And while he's shooting, like, before they have their initial, let's talk it out, motherfucker, who we are, he shoots like three shots. Nobody in this motel hears fucking three gunshots go off. Especially not the neighbors. I mean, motherfuckers, like, was this motel, like, somewhere where gunshots are like a norm? That close? You know, oh, they're fireworks. Because obviously, we come to find out when he misses one shot, which would have been the fourth shot, and Matrix fucking kicks him through the goddamn door, and these people are getting fucking pegged. Yeah, this is what I'm fucking talking about. Clearly, I don't think they were going for a pegging scene, but she's behind him. He's on all fours on the bed. She's behind him. There's a camera. Some kind of weird porno thing going on. But they're under the covers. Exactly. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They have a camera there. What are they filming? Just some blankets rustling around, I guess. But she's clearly behind them. Either they're giving them a reach around or she's definitely pegging that dude. And they jump up all fucking surprised. But the problem is, you didn't hear the gunshots before right next door. No, they didn't give a shit, man. But then they watch Matrix knock him through back into the original room and pretty much impale him on what I don't know. Cook, come on. <laughs> Tell me what Jenny is. Come on, do it. <laughs> yeah, like trying to talk to this dude when it's, he's got a fucking wooden stake through him like he's fucking Dracula. Clearly dead. 
Yeah, <laughs> or clearly dying. But no, so, okay, so they, they, they kill Cook, and they go outside, and magically, he knows what car he fucking drives. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't see the fucking car, but it does look like a car Cook would drive. Gotta be honest here. I mean, I, I guess so. I mean... I mean, who else, whose fucking car is that gonna be? We'll go with it. I mean, we <laughs> just, didn't write the script. I'm just trying to make sense of it. But they find the dumbass fucking receipt for fuel. Right. Which, why Cook has that. I don't know why Cook has this. Maybe it was the person who had the car before him. I don't fucking know. Yeah, because he don't really look like a goddamn pilot. Like, yeah. he handled that shit. And Deus Ex Cindy fucking magically fucking knows everything about where this fuel comes from and all this shit because she apparently is going to school to become a pilot. Yes. That's why she knows. She's Cindy yeah. Wayne. It's Bruce <laughs> Wayne's little sister you never knew about. She's good at figuring this shit out. Cindy Drew. Nancy I'll Drew's go with that. <laughs> Stepsister. Step <laughs> but they go to this dumbass warehouse where there's a bunch of military equipment, but all fucking Matrix is worried about is, I didn't see a plane. You're in a fucking concrete warehouse. They're not going to have an amphibious plane in this place. Even if it wasn't an amphibious plane, they're not at a fucking runway. They're not going to put it into this building. No. But I don't even know why this building exists, to be honest with you. But it's just full of a bunch of like, they're in America. Why does this El Presidente (laughs) have all this shit there? Because a lot of shit goes on behind the curtains we don't know about. Yes. Thanks, Hillary Clinton. She's got to (laughs) fly that shit or boat it back to the fucking island. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I'm with you on that. But why did it leave the evidence out there, you know, with the maps and shit like that? Goddamn coordinates are on a sticky note or some shit. Oh, these coordinates, where are they at? And he finds it and he's ah, I found the coordinates. Come on. Jimmy must be on this island. It's for sure at the island. Yeah, I'm not even attempting to do our voice. No one fucking, like, there's no way he could know that's where he needs to fucking go. He's just a shot in the dark. This is John Matrix. He knows. He knows. Maybe he has intuition. I don't fucking know. He's got something, but but again, Cindy knows exactly what the fuck she's talking about. Talking because about she saw the, a picture. Saw a picture of the <laughs> yeah. She saw a picture of an amphibious plane. Knows exactly where the fuck it is. Like oh, this is what yeah. was it, San Pedro or something? No, like, like she knows that it's in Santa Barbara, and they need to fucking go there. Santa Barbara, San Pedro, California. Let's just put yeah. it that way. So after that, she's like, "What are we gonna do next? Shopping, shopping. It's not shopping. It's stealing. Yeah." And we're supposed to believe that the only way he can get into this fucking shop is driving a goddamn cat through it or whatever yeah, the hell it's called. A bulldozer, a bulldozer, whatever you want to call it. You could have just shattered one window and just walked in. Yeah. No. Or just like went through the, like, just break the door. Something. I mean, it's Arnold. He's strong as shit. Right. What do you need this goddamn fucking It's unnecessary. Jump like, through the goddamn window. All you're doing is bringing all the attention onto you. That's all you're doing. But they had enough time to put a car full of shit together before he found the quote-unquote secret fucking room, which... Yeah, he, he's searching this fucking surplus store as if every surplus store has one of these secret rooms. And he's putting shit in the cart that he never uses. He don't use the goddamn flippers. He don't no, use none he doesn't of that. Need him. He uses a fucking boat later on to get to the island. Yeah, but he never used the flippers. Why exactly. do you, like, he I gotta save these flippers. Motherfucker, he doesn't even swim. Maybe after all this <laughs> like, is said and done. Why is he in his Speedo He's going to do scuba. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that secret room is shit. Do every army surplus store have these fucking rooms? That's the way it's portrayed in this movie, because it doesn't even seem like he's been there before. 
But he's like searching on the kind of like, come on, please, come on. And then you got to think the shitty cops that eventually do show up, they get him. Yeah. They didn't like cordon off the area and look because they would have saw her loading a goddamn car up. Yeah, she's right in the back. Yeah, she would have been arrested too. She's just chilling. But they arrest him, put him in the goddamn... Why they brought the SWAT van out for this? I don't know. Whatever. I don't understand this. He just would have get put in the back of a patrol car. That's all that would have happened. Yeah, and then they drive off, but while they are supposedly canvassing the area or whatever, you know, their little shit, she just drives the fuck off. Yeah. And nobody notices this car just pulling out like, oh. No, they don't give a shit. I mean, like, the shit is in the back of the fucking car. It's clear that there's a rocket launcher just chilling in the back of the car. Yeah, it's not in the trunk. Yeah. And she pulls up right next to them. And they didn't see it. No. He's too goddamn love struck to fucking notice a rocket hey, launcher. Girl, what's up? Like, it's a four chambered rocket launcher. <laughs> which she shoots backwards, even though. That's already loaded? What the fuck? <laughs> And she read the instructions, but she still shot it backwards. Right. Obviously, the car don't blow the fuck up. Right, but the cops flip. are out of commission. But Matrix, he's okay. He gets Flips out. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did you do this? I read the instructions. What? And they get away clean. Yeah. And then they go to where this supposed plane is. Yeah, which we the, have the dumbass. The fucking infamous Uzi fucking Uzi shootout. Yeah. Horrible. Which, again, I'm going to bring up the goddamn amphibious plane. Cindy now, she knew it was an amphibious plane. So why now is she surprised that it's in the fucking water? They're at a dock. What else would it be? What my thing is, who flew it to that goddamn island and then flew it back? Cook, I guess. I don't know. Shouldn't they all been at the island? I mean, the only thing we saw Cook do was drive a goddamn car in this movie. I know. Well, that's pretty much all he fucking did in this movie. But where yeah. for somebody that's Special Forces, Green Beret, Whatever the fuck John Matrix is. Yeah, this is a 10 to 15 second fucking scene where they're just pointing at each other and shooting and missing completely. Yeah. You're driving 5 to 10 miles an hour because safety first. You don't want to go too crazy. Hey, you don't want to go too fast. But enough time for him to shoot at you, a full magazine, walk in, slap the goddamn dashboard to get the fucking plane to work, walk back out and shoot some more. Like, Yeah, and then they fall off the pier. What the hell ever. Welcome to the 80s. And then they fly away into the sunset or moonlight, whatever. (laughs) The darkness of night. (laughs) And the Coast Guard gets them. This scene does not need to exist. No, they could have just went straight to the island. No, yeah. Like, Bill Paxton. It serves no purpose. This should have been. God rest his soul, needed a goddamn paycheck. That's why. Like, this should have been the scene. Like, this should have been the scene where Kirby got informed of this shit. That's what this should have served. But let's be honest. When Matrix was trying to get him on the radio, he could have given more info. Sure. So they'd have been like, wait a minute. But no, whatever he was saying, they were like, fuck you. You need to change course or you're going to get shot the fuck down. Right. Obviously, he won't give him enough info. But then they, I don't know how she knows this, but like, she has the idea of going down near the surface of the water. To cloud it. To trick the radar? I don't think that's how radar works. I might be wrong. I would like to believe if you go low enough. That doesn't make sense, though. Doesn't radar pick up other boats? Maybe. I don't know. Isn't that the point of radar? Maybe they were driving a stealth amphibious plane, (laughs) and we didn't know this at the time. And why does Cindy know this? Yeah, because I thought she was training to fly. I didn't know she was a goddamn fucking master pilot. 
But whatever. This is a pointless scene, and then yeah. we get to the fucking island. Where Arnold gets out, or Matrix, and what did you say to her? He's like, you need to call these this shit in, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, how do I know when to call it? And he goes, you'll hear it or whatever. You know, you'll know. Yeah, all will be breaking loose, yeah. But then he takes the goddamn raft and paddles his ass to the fucking island. Yeah. He's in a black Speedo. Why is it when he gets to the island, there's a guy in a white Speedo pulling the fucking boat up? It's magic, baby. Arnold is big at this point in his life and strong enough to do the shit on his own. He needed a stunt double for this. Yeah, I don't get the point of that. Like, it's literally just rowing a boat onto shore. That's all it is. And pulling it. And why couldn't they just match the speedo? I mean, shit, just use the same speedo. Who gives a shit? Well, maybe you didn't want to do that because you had to gold bond it and shit <laughs> like that. But he gets onto the fucking shore and he, you know, he's all arming up and all this shit, which I don't know how it works. Like, how he's got he, a shitload of weapons. He's got a lot of shit. I mean, we're like, talking rifles, pistols, grenades, all a, sorts of shit. Gren- fucking rocket launchers. Dude, he has fucking claymores on him. Like, God damn, dude. Like, how much shit do you have? And all we see in the next scene is him setting up claymores. Well, what before, are these? before that, he's got the binoculars. Yeah. They're like digital as fuck. They look like some <laughs> shit out of fucking Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck these binoculars were. With They look like regular binoculars. I don't know why they look <clears throat> like some sci-fi shit when you're seeing down the sights of it. Yeah, they got like scopes and shit. Like, it's like giving them information. Like, like what I the said, fuck? It's Star Wars binoculars. You don't know about this shit. I don't understand the claymores because are these claymores attached to propane tanks, gas jugs? Oh, What's no. happening? Three buildings completely blow up. Well, you know what though? In a gulf of fire, they blow up. But how many mannequins lost their fucking life? I mean, I saw at least ten mannequins die that day. And I feel bad for the mannequins because so all they I, wanted man. to do. We'll show you the latest fashions. They just wanted to sit in JCPenney and fucking have a good old time wearing fucking plaid, fucking button-ups, and some, some cargo polos. shorts. But no, they had to get blown the no. fuck up. Now they're dead. And they're never coming back, Steve. They're not. And Like I said, God rest their soul. It's To me, it's like the contractors, the construction workers that were building the Death Star. <laughs> they got blown up for no goddamn reason. They were they, just doing their job. They knew what they were getting into, Steve. All okay? these mannequins. All these mannequins had to. They knew. Like, you're going to sit right here, and you're going to fucking die. You don't fucking sign a contract with El Presidente and not know that the fucking John Matrix can come at any time and fucking take you out. Well, first off, he ain't El Presidente just yet. He's El (laughs) Ex-Presidente. He's Ex-El Presidente. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's how his role is. (laughs) While these other soldiers that are out there that don't get fucked up by these explosions are shooting at John Matrix. It's one fucking man, and it's like 50 fucking troops. And they're all shooting at him. They obviously did not take marksmanship training. I don't think they're actual soldiers, man. No. Or... A goddamn child soldier could fucking take this man out. Or maybe El Presidente, in the budget for his regime, blank bullets. Blanks? <laughs> you know, like... It's all show. That's all I can think. It's, that would explain later on while fucking Matrix is hip-shotting everyone. Like what the his hell, aim man! Is all off. He's supposed to be a tr- dude. He does not aim one time, Steve. Not once. Ah, uh, newsflash: He don't reload one goddamn time. He doesn't either. reload. He doesn't bring the fucking gun to his fucking sights. Not once. Like, while while he's like after this, you know, he gets to the quote unquote mansion and he's shooting everybody. And he goes from shooting, 
you know, the automatic rifle. Now all of a sudden he's shooting a pistol and then all of a sudden his shotgun comes out of nowhere. Oh, I know. Like how many fucking weapons did you just pull out of your ass? I guess we're supposed to believe that he just picked it up. Why are soldiers walking around with shotguns? Or did he bring the shotgun with him? I don't know. That, you know what? It's well, like no, video- he has multiple shotguns. But That's not the, the same shotgun he has later on. It's it's like video games nowadays. Or RPGs or whatever. He's got a bag on his back <laughs> with a shitload of oh, stuff yeah, in man. it that no it's man a- would carry normally. Yeah, it's an endless bag, dude. But... But guess somehow, what? Arnie runs out of fucking guns. It don't matter if they're trying to kill him, because guess what? These are technically fucking stormtroopers. They can't hit shit. Dude, only Arnie can hit shit. They're worse than stormtroopers. Matrix can only hit shit. But he finds his way into the fucking maintenance shed. <laughs> Dude. Which, <laughs> whoever wrote this scene is a goddamn genius, and I love him. Uh, you do. Like, when he walks in there. This is hilarious. Like, like he, he limps in there. But then yeah, when he, he takes his up. vest off, he, he got acts wounded. like he's all hurt. He got wounded. But you didn't, like, I never noticed that he got shot in the side or yeah, he grazed. Did. I don't know what the fuck happened to him, but he had a wound of some of but some. But when kind. he took the vest off, he was like, you know, like, oh, God, it's hurt so bad. And it's like, guess what? You ain't Rambo. Because Rambo. He cl- and then he climbs onto the ceiling of the fucking shed. That's how he got away from all the shots? Yeah. Because guess what? Remember he comes out and fucking stabs a dude with a pitchfork. Yeah, and then he throws saw blades. Yeah, cut a dude's fucking top of his head Why off. did this army... I get that they shot it and shit like that. They shot the shed to hell. Why didn't they just throw a fucking grenade in there? That's a good question, Steve. Guess what? The script said no. Arnie had all the grenades. <laughs> yeah, he took them all. Colonel Matrix... Yeah, El Presid- While he was shooting these people. El Presidente didn't fucking, it's not in the budget, okay? Yeah, not in the budget of his army. Y'all need he, grenades. He's already putting blanks in their fucking guns, so. Y'all need to go to grenade training, so you don't get grenades. He had dummy grenades. <laughs> but he's running around like it's goddamn Denzel Washington the Equalizer in Home Depot fucking people up. I know. Saw blades, pitchforks. Scalping motherfucker with a saw blade, mind you. But then he fucking... He still oh, he did, he from cut, them. Dude, he cut a dude's arm off. <laughs> but he stole their weapons. Bro. How are you gonna cut a man's arm off like that, dude? This it's is like 84. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Damn. But... That's not killing someone, Steve. That's fucking maiming them. But... Literally, what we're led to believe is he had to kill all these dudes that were around this fucking shed. Yeah. Now, let's be honest. The first motherfucker he stabbed with the pitchfork, they should have shot his ass. Guess what? Movie's over. Instantly, yeah. Like, so I don't know. I mean, where the fuck do we even go from? Has Jenny escaped yet? Oh, yeah. She already escaped. So she's already fucking out. She fucking pried her way out. She already escaped by now. She pried out with a fucking door handle. Yeah. And then they couldn't open the other side of the door, obviously. As far as I'm concerned, you take one side of the door handle off, you should be able to just open the goddamn door. Yeah, you just push it open. Which I think he could. He was just being dramatic, man. Well, that's Freddie Mercury for you. <laughs> she gets away, and... Yeah, she goes into the fucking... Like, boiler room yeah, with this yeah, fucking whatever. mansion. This giant fucking boiler room. I don't know what the Biggest fuck it fucking is. boiler room ever. And she runs down there. Bennett chases her. Okay, sarah, sarah. Now you got Matrix goes in, I guess, the mansion to deal with LX Presidente. Yeah. And fucking, they have dumb, the dumbest shootout the, ever. They're just spraying bullets, dude. Yeah, he's like, got a shotgun. They're barely even looking at what the fuck they're shooting at. 
And then finally he gets him. Like with the shotgun. Makes no sense. He shoots him like six times in the chest with the shotgun, even though you only see one hit. It kind of reminds me of like Army of Darkness at the end of Army of Darkness when they're in like the store and he's shooting this one shot fucking rifle 31 fucking times. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want a gun like this in real life. I wish I had one. It'd Shit. be awesome. I'd shoot you right now. What? That's not very nice. I didn't say that. I will come over there and ninja kick the <laughs> you fuck out of you. You ain't gonna do shit, Steve. Look, y'all are now witnesses to a goddamn <laughs> crime because there's some real shit about to go down in this fucking house. <laughs> but no, like, that shit, whatever. He kills El Ex-Presidente. Yeah, it's, it's not... It's very anticlimactic. It's yeah. like, all right, whatever. Like, he's supposed to be, like, the big bad guy of this movie. And... He's yeah, you never like, like through the whole movie, you don't really feel that way though. It's just kind of like he's just some dude. It, it to me, it's kind of like he was supposed to be the big bad guy. He got a shitty death, and now all of a sudden we like Bennis now the new big bad guy. Bennis didn't yeah. come up with his whole goddamn plan. No, like why does he get the epic shit? So yeah, he does. How does he know that Bennett's down there? Does he see that shit? He must, right? He must see Bennett going down there. The script told him <laughs> because remember, like yeah. Jenny's like yelling or whatever and he runs down there and it's like they oh, hear Oh, that's shit. where it is. How like, does he hear Jenny? I don't wonder how. This motherfucker's got good goddamn hearing. Even though he shot a shitload of goddamn guns, he could hear like so obviously he had earplugs in this whole time. And then he took the earplugs out and was like, I hear her. Jenny, I'm coming. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, so he goes down there, has a little tussle. He gets he gets like skimmed again with a bullet, right? In the arm, I think. Yeah. Which, it's a goddamn flesh wound, but yeah. he acts like it's... So, he, yeah, he crawls... A yeah, he crawls behind, like, a pillar or around a corner or some shit. And, like I said, I, I, I'm not even going to try to attempt the Arnold voice, because I will butcher the shit out of it. I'll let you handle this, <laughs> bitch. Are you the chicken shit line? Yeah. Or, yeah, well, he's trying to convince Bennett to actually just have a fight with him, right? Instead of fucking, like, put the gun down or whatever the yeah. fuck. Yeah. Let's not you know, fight. let let Jenny go. Like you, your fights with me, whatever, whatever. Let's <laughs> He's like put that chicken shit gun like, down. Let, let's knife fight it, like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Is, I'm bad. He's basically saying like or Bennett, stop being a pussy. Come on, fight me. The minute he popped back out, Bennett should just, just shot, shot his shot ass him in the fucking face. But but no, Bennett's was, a fucking psychopath, and he has to fucking have a knife fight with him. Bennett had that whole look like he just nutted his goddamn pants. Yeah, like. He got excited he got as fuck about this. Super aroused. Which was creepy because he had a little girl in front of him back then. Like, Well, we all know how fucking Hollywood works. So. I mean, let's not go down that path. Solely called <laughs> it earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this movie's rapey as shit. Why is this movie so rapey? And why is it like the pedophilia in this movie is ridiculous? Uh, it was produced by Harvey Weinstein. Oh, my God. Actually, it wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just making oh, this shit up from oh, what we know nowadays. My God. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harvey. You want to roll in this movie? Zip. Just What's see, up? You just see his head pop out. Like, hey, friends. Like, this ain't even Weinstein Company promotion. <laughs> it is now. But, oh, no. Like, dude got too happy about this shit. Because yeah. if it I was mean, me, like, it, like, if I was Bennett, the minute he popped out, like, let's do this. Yeah, just bang. Oh, we're going to do it. I'm shooting you in the fucking head. You're fucking dead. Because if he's supposed to be the best of the best, and you know he's the best, I don't want to go toe-to-toe with you. He wants a challenge, Steve. Well. He can do it. That challenge got his ass fucked up. Yeah, he got a goddamn pipe rocketed into his chest. <laughs> <laughs> and he got to let off some steam. I'll let, let off you some say some steam, it. Bennett. <laughs> and look at that. He, 
that fight, whatever, he kills Bennett, shit like that. Bennett, there wasn't no letting off steam. He was dead, okay? <laughs> He's fucking done. Stop with the one-liners. I mean, what happened there? So he throws a pipe into his chest. Does it go into, like, a fucking, like, water yeah, heater or something? It, it went into the sun because it was blowing steam <laughs> out of it. Like, that's confusing, dude. Like, I don't understand. Like, how did he have that much fucking force <laughs> fucking... to throw it through a man and into a metal fucking object? You saw Arnold in the beginning of this movie. He's walking around with giant fucking trees on his shoulder. Yeah, but, I mean, guess what? If you had that much force, you'd be in an Olympic fucking javelin team or some shit, you know? I mean, America would be like, yo, we need you to throw these He probably shits. could. But he's like, no, 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 no. I'd do it for my country. Like, <laughs> well, that's what we're trying to get you to do. Yeah. That's what we said. <laughs> he's like, no. But he's like, I can't do it because my country's Austria. Fuck you. Yeah, he did it like he's done it before. <laughs> like, this is some shit that he's done. Like, like this is not the first hundred. time you chucked yeah. a goddamn pipe through somebody. Like, you had to go through bones and everything. Yeah. And metal. But he kills him, and then they just walk out of there like, yeah, man. You know, he walks out with Jenny. Like, Jenny would be traumatic. Like, yo, this motherfucker just got stabbed, you know? Like, oh, Jenny is traumatized. There is no way she's coming back from this. Oh, well, no, no, hold up. In this movie purposes only, she's all right. She didn't give a fuck. Because by the time everything is said and done. She watched a man get impaled by a pipe. Are you telling me if you were her age, you wouldn't be traumatized? In reality, sure. But in this movie purposes, they go to the goddamn beach, and that's when fucking General Kirby shows up with the goddamn army. Guess what? Too yeah. late, bitch. Way too late. You know, John Major's not handling all this shit. But whatever. John's the shit, blah, blah, blah. And Kirby wants him to fucking come back. And he's like, no, I'm good. Why is Jenny so excited to see Cindy? Yeah, she has no clue who the fuck she, she is. She has no idea who Cindy she's is. She's like, yo, who the fuck are you? They're like hugging and fucking <laughs> like hanging out like she's automatically her new mom and shit. Like, maybe they're going to Chili's. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe. I want my baby baby. I mean, maybe John Matrix was like, hey, this chick, she flew the plane. We're going to Chili's or Outback. Yeah, maybe choose. he explained it to her. I don't fucking know. It's just weird. But they just like walk off like whatever. Why would John not be brought up on goddamn charges? You murdered a whole goddamn island of fucking mercenaries, pretty much. I ain't that. He, he's fucking... Goddamn Cindy fucking rocket, fucking shot a rocket at police. Like, did they just expunge all their records? Like, I guess so. I guess they got the power to do that shit. We get why y'all did this. Your daughter got kidnapped and they wanted you to do this. Well, guess what? If that's the case... Yeah, tough shit, John Matrix. You're going to jail. In real life... All them motherfuckers be in jail. Yeah. Even Cindy be in jail. Cindy, John. Especially Cindy. The goddamn kid, they all be in fucking jail. Like, like they gotta clean up fucking Cook's dead body, fucking the whole mess of the fucking, whatever the fuck, the uh, like surplus I, store. Like, the only kill in this movie that should have gotten away with it, Sully. Who the fuck was around? Yeah, no one would give a shit about yeah. that fucking dude. They'd be like, oh, the dude just fucking got drunk and fell off the fucking mountain. But everybody else, like, did the people that were getting pegged in the goddamn motel, like... <laughs> yeah, would once, they get paid off or something? Like, like what the once fuck? Once Matrix walked out, they were like... The dude was like, no, nah, stick it back in my butt. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I assume they just went back to pegging. Yeah, in like, my mind, they're like, fuck it. Some crazy shit happened. They got it on camera, too. Yeah. Like, yo, 
This dude just got murdered. God damn, I'm horny as shit. Like, go what? back to the Whoa, fucking butthole. Y'all puncturing. are fucked up in the head. Gotta hit that prostate, Steve. You gotta hit that prostate. Like most of the kills in this movie, hell, even John Matrix running around the goddamn mall, punching cops and shit like so that. So many witnesses. And How do they explain this away? This is another movie from the eighties that is completely fueled by cocaine. I'll go along with that. There's no other explanation, man. There was no thought that really went into this movie. It was the cash cow that was Arnold back then yeah. of let's just throw it the fuck out there because him and his one-liners that we wrote, they're great. Arnold didn't write yeah. these one-liners. No. He didn't look at the script and like, oh, no, 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 no. Cut this out. I need to say this. Right. And, I mean, overall. I love this fucking movie. I do, too. This movie's fantastic. It's, it's, it's batshit insane. None of it makes sense. It's fucking awesome. But it's your... Fucking typical 80s action movie. 100%. This is a pinnacle of, like, 80s action movies, dude. Like, it is completely, it's just out of control. All right, let's fucking wind this movie down. Yeah, I, I, we can bash this movie for the next two goddamn hours. Yeah, for sure. But, Uh, overall. 100% recommend this movie. Yeah, Yeah. I recommend it. It's childhood. Like, if for some weird reason you haven't seen this movie, do yourself a favor. Go watch this movie. It's amazing. Hopefully, you have watched this movie before we've talked about it. At the very least, you get to see someone get pegged. (laughs) At the very least. And to be honest, if you feel that that scene was anything different, let us know. I just, what else would it be? That's how I feel. And we feel (laughs) the same way. I mean, I'm sorry. Man, woman, undercovers. Covers pops She's off. She's behind Woman's him. behind the man. To us, it's pegging. If you, if you can tell us it's something different, we would like your fucking take on this. I probably won't believe you. I probably won't either. <laughs> yes, uh, I appreciate everyone listening to this episode. Um, you can find our podcast on all the normals. Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, we still want to promote the after show, right? Like... Uh, if you guys want to, sure. yeah. If you guys want to send us any kind of advice you want, any stories you want us to react to, any topics you want us to talk about. Uh, also, if you just want to send us like movie recommendations, we're totally fine with that. Uh, you can reach us at trashferbrains at gmail dot com, or you can hit us up on our Facebook page. That's just Trash Her Veins. It's just, just search it on Facebook, and you can find it. Yeah. I mean, you got to give us time to watch said movie and do our own take on it. And all of this is about having fun. Yeah, like, here's the thing. Like, I know, like, we rip these movies to shreds a little bit, but, like, it's all in good fun. Like, we love these movies. I think that's pretty apparent. Yeah. Apparent. The thing is, with movies, advice, or shit like that, it's our viewpoint on shit. We don't want to, you know, bash something you like, or advice-wise, we don't want to give you bad advice we can only give you what we feel well it's just if you if you recommend a movie like you already listened to a few episodes like you know that we're gonna fucking rip it to shreds but it's out of love yeah it's out of love we'll we'll tell you if we don't recommend it at the end of it yeah but we have fun with it and we hope that y'all have fun listening to us yeah of course because that's what it's all about it's all about as long as y'all listen to us and enjoy yourself. 100%. Well, let's wrap this up, Steve. Even though Phil's an asshole. <laughs> fuck you, man. Hey, you said you were going to come over here and fuck me I'm up gonna earlier. I'm going to kick you in the dick. Yeah, that's I'm going to kick you right in the fucking dick. I'll pee in your eyes, so now you can't hey, see me. 
I'm just smearing my fucking poop in your eyes. See, that's the kind of shit I got to deal with, people. Call the cops. Help Son me. Of a bitch. Help me. All right, everyone. Appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. He's still an asshole next week. I Fuck promise you, Steve, you. I swear to God. I'm going to come over there and I'm going to kill you. But no. <laughs> see? That's what I'm saying. Call the fucking police. But I hope y'all had a good night. <laughs> see y'all later. <laughs> <laughs>